podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This week's Stop Hammer Time is brought to you by Joe and the team at 31K in Nottingham. Recently voting Nottingham's best drinks venue, you can visit them seven days a week for a drink and great food. Whilst you're there, why not try a pint of Watney's Pale Ale? Hello and welcome to a special crisis edition of Stop Hammer Time. We, as you know, uh, make it a tradition to have one of these every two or three years. Uh, a, a crisis edition where we uh, run around the room panicking and uh, finding buttons to press, hoping that they will instill some kind of panic and perhaps a reaction. Uh, we played uh, Tottenham Hotspur at the weekend and here to dissect that game of football are, as always, Jim Grant. Hello, Good Jim. evening. Good Everything evening. All right, Jim? Uh, well, it, it, sort of. As all right as it can be... Under the Cirques. Also joining us, one of our best friends. He is to sports journalism what Robert Oppenheimer was to <coughs> nuclear physics. Nuclear bombs. Yeah, nuclear bombs. Yeah. It's, of course, Jim Munro. On that bombshell. Hello, people. Excellent. <laughs> now, I have had in my acquaintanceship for quite a long time a footballer, a professional footballer, who you'd think it would be... Uh, uh, I, I should have got him on the podcast to talk about football since so it's a are, football Are you a wag podcast. now? He's <laughs> just a friend, Jim. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a friend. Okay. Uh, played over 200 games for Leighton Orient. Uh, played for him, came Dons. Played for Colchester, and Jim, you and me played against us. I'm pretty we'll sure you played out. in yes, a pre-season yeah, friendly, didn't you? Well, let's find out who he is, sure. Jim, before well, we get into have, it. Well, better have, yeah. Uh, introduce the fellow, I'll shut Dons, up. Uh, Colchester, on loan to several <laughs> other things. He's now currently at uh, Cambridge, and uh, uh, fortunately for us, is currently seriously injured. <laughs> so he's able to come here and talk to me. It's my friend Jabo Ibire. Hi, guys. Hi, Jabo. Hi. How are you? Great to get you on the podcast finally. Thank you. And also, we watched the game together at the weekend. Yeah, we so, did. Uh, we yeah, did. Lots, lots to talk about. Yeah, lots to rake over, I think. Mm. Um, now, you are legally not allowed to tell us about your injury. Unfortunately, not. No. But it's a hell of a story. It's. <laughs> I, it is a fucking hell of a story. It is. This story. I can tell. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> it, it, this. This injury, oh, no, there's, can't. There, we can't, we can't even get near it. Before we, before we begin, um, I was on Wikipedia today and uh, I saw this. <clears throat> Music legend Elvis Presley died in 1977, only having once visited these shores and never having performed here in the UK. But recent years have seen not just the king, but artists such like Tupac Shakur, Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston take to the stage once more, accompanied by live musicians, but in virtual form. The technique commonly involving high-resolution film of the artist being projected obliquely onto a glass screen, otherwise invisible to the audience, thus creating the illusion of a moving three-dimensional standalone figure. An illusion based on West Ham goalkeeper Roberto. (laughs) Professional football's first and only semi-opaque goalkeeper... (laughs) Roberto first came to the public's attention in 1991 when a priest was called to perform an exorcism at a suburb of Madrid at the house of a couple experiencing unexplained noises. Bumps in the night and in the day. Doors left open, food inexplicably missing and the ghostly sound of a child's voice singing plaintive nursery rhymes. The mystery was solved when they were reminded of the son they had had five years previously and who still lived with them, Roberto. From a young age and citing the film Ghost as his inspiration, Roberto set himself the task of one day moving a coin with sheer force of will, and later catching a ball with sheer force of will, and also his hands. 
Again, recalling the film Ghosts specifically when Patrick Swayze found himself able to move in and out of Whoopi Goldberg's body. Roberto's ability to absentmindedly enter members of staff, associates of the club, and the wives and girlfriends of players reminded many of the Alan Pardew days. <laughs> and that's Roberto. And that's what uh, Wikipedia Excellent. had to say that's about uh, it's Roberto. Yeah, yeah, it's all true. Yeah, it is all true. <laughs> uh, yes, he is the the world's first virtual goalkeeper. <laughs> He's sort of made of ectoplasm. Yes, yes. The ball does seem to kind of curiously just go through yes him. he's a he's a he's a semi-permeable membrane <laughs> through which footballs can go uh, there's no brain there I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um he can yes. be used to teach osmosis to yes to exactly. children. yeah 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 mm. he 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 had a ball game but that's 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 now fairly standard yeah, I mean, I, what's going on? How so, is he? Well, you know, yeah. do you want to start there? Where do you want just to begin? To ki- well, just to kick off, I mean, I think a few weeks ago we, um, I was saying the 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 games against, for example, Crystal Palace, which we, we lost narrowly, and uh, the Sheffield United game that we drew somewhat disappointingly. Um, were being sort of uh, pegged as risible, appalling, disastrous. And I sort of thought, well, actually, we, we looked okay in all of those games. We just didn't sort of do enough. Mm. But what's happened since then is we're just getting progressively worse. Again, uh, 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 the game on Saturday, we sort of looked like people that are competent. We haven't looked like some of the teams we've had in the last few years that have been bad footballers we look like a team of competent footballers but mm. the confidence is just draining away week by week isn't it yeah. and it's difficult to see an upturn at the moment but as you said i mean we have been getting progressively worse that's the most concerning thing is there's there's not been like a particular time in any of these matches where you thought okay we've got a chance to fight back here or there's a bit of spirit in there i mean you can't say when we're three down to newcastle that scoring a couple of late goals was a revival. It wasn't. We didn't deserve to get anything out of that game. We certainly didn't deserve to get anything out of the Tottenham game either. Um, and I know people are quick to blame Roberto, and my God, he's given enough examples as to why he shouldn't be in the goal. But he's kind of the virus that came in that's made the rest of them play like they're from the walking dead. It's just, it's got worse because I think, in my opinion, the confidence in the goalkeeper started to affect the defenders because they didn't have the confidence. They start trying to second guess what they should be doing when the ball's coming towards them. Then they're getting dragged out of position. And once you start having to think about these things rather than doing them just automatically as a professional, you're trained to do it day in, day out, you've got no confidence in the man behind you. The mistakes come through. People are dragged out of position. Yeah, and, I, I, you know, I, well, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I think there are, there are the obvious errors, like not getting down to his near, near post for the first goal against Everton, punching the ball to his own net at, at Burnley. Um, but I think it's, it's more than that. It's, it's decision-making, it's hesitancy, yeah. it's flapping at, at crosses. Um, it, it, it's everything that you don't want from your, your goalkeeper. And I think mm. that the, if we just analyse and think about the first goal in relation to this, because from yeah. our, we were at, it was at the far end from where, where we were. To me, it looked, and at the angle I was at, it looked like uh, um, Son had just been given way too much space in the box, allowed to turn, and he rifled a, a pretty much unstoppable shot into the, into the far corner. Now, of course, when you see it on the telly, <laughs> it is, A, the shot pretty much goes straight through yeah. the ectoplasm keeper. <laughs> uh, but 
It's not only that, he's still on his line. Yeah. So uh, when the ball is stood through, um, I think Diop's got a decision where he, you know, he, he's, he's just a little bit slow off the mark. Yeah. But I think he's half looking at the keeper. He's expecting his keeper to be all, you know, to be yeah. to at least kind of, get, get those know, angles. Even give a and... penalty away. But, you know, yeah, I yeah. mean, surely he should have been on the edge of his uh, six yard box, narrowing it yeah. down. He's got to come off his line in that situation. Well, he does that into the goal. So you he? sense it, it's not just about the fact that the keeper's making you know, individual kind of handling errors and those kinds of things. Mm. It's that he's, n- he's, he's not communicating effectively with, with his central defence and, mm. and, the, and they're now starting to not know who's, who's he coming, is he not coming? Yeah. And, and, that, and, you know, a quick, decent player like Son's just going to exploit that, isn't he? Yeah. But we have yeah. a sort of team predicated on sort of attack, uh, don't we? And yeah. I mean, I think yeah. our, our two, two players that, that Jabbo, you and I were kind of talking about fairly constantly throughout the game are our two record signings. They're our record signing and then our runner-up record signing, which yeah. is uh, Allaire and uh, Felipe Anderson. Mm-hmm. And uh, the attacking sort of aspect of the game um, was... Well, those were two players specifically that looked drained of confidence and didn't seem to really have faith in what they were doing. Joe, yeah. what did you? What did you? Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. I mean, watching it on Saturday and a player like Kalir, who's just a big, strong, you know, knows where the goal is, and earlier on in the season he looked like a, a, a decent sign and a decent proposition. But then watching him Saturday, you can see the confidence is drained. Um, the support up to him there isn't like um, there's a bit of a there's a bit of gaps and you know if he tries and gets the ricochets from the opposing defenders no one's close enough to pick up the second ball um, and then you've got so he's a player who's going to rely on crosses and you're not really getting enough crosses into the box and you've got a player like Philip Anderson on the wing but when he gets the ball at the moment he's not just driving vigorously at the opposing defender he's just sort of like just stuttering, then he goes, and then by then Tottenham are back in their shape, and it's hard. You know? mm. Yeah, we saw one ball that went out to him, you know, in quite a lot of space where it, where we both saw, and I saw this a couple of weeks ago against Newscastle. He saw no one started with the handbrake on. He was looking to pass as soon mm. as he picked it up. Yeah. Uh, and you're going, you could be ten yards further on now and be looking to pass. I, I know, don't understand how he's gone from that Norwich game where he was running everything and playing these beautiful through balls and, and doing the right runs uh, to all of a sudden it's like he feels he can't beat anybody. It's weird. And he can't it? do anything with it. But we, we all know he can do it. We've seen him do it. He doesn't th- I don't think he thinks of himself as a winger. I mean, I don't mm. think... He, he's actually... He's quick. He's quick with the ball at his feet, which is, you know, almost better than just being quick. Yeah. Generally, you know, like Decanio was very quick with mm. the ball at his feet. Probably wouldn't be anyone in a foot race, but, yeah. but was good. You know, he's, he's fairly quick, but, he, but he, he, doesn't, he doesn't see himself as a sort of wide player at all. You it's know. like an example of how, how so much of the game is played in your head and, and, and how it's about kind of confidence and belief. Mm. He's got amazing talent, but it's as though he doesn't really believe in that talent. And, and he, he's, he's almost like an introvert. And we've said this mm. before, you know, he kind of shrugs. He kind of, something goes wrong. He kind of just kind of, oh, well, so what? There's, a kind of, there's no sense that if he lose... I mean, he does tackle back. He does do things. It's a myth that he's kind of light. He's not. Yeah, no, it's quite, well, it's that quite a physical game, specimen. He was, he was the last not, guy running yeah, back he's every not time. A lightweight. Running it's, it, he's got everything you need to mm. be a top, top quality footballer. Except something in his brain, the 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 uh, and something in his and and a, a sort of kind of hole in his heart. He just it doesn't play with for me with 
passion. No, mm. he, he doesn't he, play with with you know that kind of, kind of determination. I'm going to take you, know, you lot of shit. I'm going to take this by the scruff yeah, of the neck. You should, don't see that in him at all. He's, he's got you know he's got all the chops that Zahar has. He mm. should be like Zahar, really, mm. one of those yeah. you know. And and they are a bit of a breed. Those kind of. Um, front three type strikers mm. now you know they're, they're quite hard to find those guys that are like that and mm. you know that's that's sort of how they play but that's what um that seems to be what Pellegrini kind of wants is those guys I mean you looked at Spurs and they've got a front man and behind that mm. front man are three guys <laughs> who can all score goals two arguably of which are strikers themselves yeah. more mm. um you know Mora and, and Son, Son you know yeah. and yeah. Uh, but they were still kind of looking for him and 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 Jabba, that that I think it was the second, the Kane header, remember mm. in the second goal, you kind of went. That's mm. absolutely top kind of striking because yeah. he kind of waited and he sort of. I mean, you could just see when um, they broke and then Kane just sort of just drifted off the back of the West Ham defender, just knowing what they're going to do, and you know, and Spurs have been coming off the back of a, a dodgy spell themselves, but you thought the game would be finally poised you know because both teams need to get something from the game but I mean the way Spurs attacked and they didn't hesitate when they broke they broke with real pace and gusto and on the opposite side West Ham would just drive but then just amble and then the wingers kept Mm. on trying to drive inside you got driving into trouble you know it should have been sort of driving inside Cresswell overlaps you play it down the line cross for your big man in the box Mm. they didn't really seem to have a game plan no that's right you you said at the time like if 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 Anderson's instinct is he wants to cut inside well cut inside with purpose and Mm. take a couple of defenders with you so that then then Cresswell crosses over and is practically at the corner flag by the time you then recycle it out to him to you know in the first half had, a, had the carbon copy chance for, 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 um, for, that Kane had. Yeah. It was a decent ball. It was yeah. a good whipped ball in from uh, Fredericks, I think it might have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's there. He gets, he gets there. He's he head, gets he's, there, he's but, head, but he, hasn't, mm. he hasn't done that kind of wait and then I'll attack it. Yeah. And also the defender gets in front of him, yeah. which Diop didn't do. Diop lost sight of where yeah, Kane was. Because Kane was class, because Kane's yeah. got that movement. He just yeah. peels off the, co- the shoulder of the defender so the defender doesn't know where he is. Whereas yeah. Halal is just ready, standing still, then he's jumping. So the yeah. defender can just mm. put an arm on him. Yeah. You, you, you just stay there. Well, yeah. Kane just see him drifting off. He knows already what he's going to do. He just comes, comes, bang, cuts across him, holds him there, heads it in. Bob's your uncle, and that's why mm. he is where he is. But Halir has got that potential. Yeah. But when yeah. your confidence is lacking and you find strikers will just be static and not on, on, on the hills, whether like being proactive, just reactive, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Um, like you said, he had a chance and he had another chance in the second half. And, you know, you take those, it could just... There was that moment yeah. as well where Antonio headed the ball back across the penalty area mm. and suddenly just held his arm up because nobody was running in. Yeah, Everyone no was standing watching what yeah, he was yeah. doing. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, do, do we think that, that, that also there's a formation that doesn't do any, any of them any fla- favours? I think we sort of said this a bit after the Newcastle game, that, that, that you know, um, if you've got a kind of big target man, you need to play to uh, crosses. Like you said, Jabbo, mm-hmm. sort of, uh, crosses are sort of... Uh, you know the order of the day I mean for a while we sort of dropped Fredericks who was like kind of you know we've, yeah. we, we, we've got two fullbacks who can cross the mm. ball but they've got to get to the well, byline well, and they've also got to be people attacking those Moyes steadied the ship by sticking old Bonner in the middle of the defence getting Cresswell to play in, on the left side of a back three and Rice to play on the right side and 
we had Masawaku as, as playing ahead of Cresswell as a wing back. Mm. We got Fredericks, who'd be an ideal right wing back, I think. So that you're looking at, okay, that would be a plan B that we could think about. Mm. It might, it mm. might tighten mm. us up a little bit yeah. back, might actually, uh, you know, um, get a bit more pace into the team with Masawaku and Fredericks not having to constantly track back. Um, but you just can't see Pellegrini. He's just not going to do that, is he? No, you but, can see but, that he's not got that kind of. I'm gonna, uh, you know, it's it's like I am going to stick to my way of doing things. Yeah, he's uh, so belligerent. It will, he won't it change. Will come, it will come good. Yeah. Last season it did come good, mm. but, but look, you just it, don't he won't see change it. Roberto in goal. Mm. He doesn't Crazy. want to change he's his tactics. He must do that. I, now. I just think sometimes they want to look like they don't know what they're doing. So he's just sticking to his guns because if he starts changing things, he's going to mm. think, oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm studying, I look like I'm running, I'm just changing my ideas and running but, but out of Jabba, ideas. I think that's why it looks like he's yeah. lost the players because mm. they know they're playing a system that isn't working, mm. but they're being told yeah. to continue yeah. to play and, that system. And also they're being dropped bafflingly after doing all right. Mm. I mean, yeah. um, well, like Yama, you could add Yarmolenko mm. to the list of attacking players on Saturday who did nothing. Who, I mean, he, I thought he was even worse than Anderson. He just mm. didn't seem to be interested um, he's up against the fullback. He's, he's taller than the fullback. He didn't win a header against him, you know, all yeah, afternoon. It's true. Um, and he just looked utterly, utterly uninterested. And yet he'd been good, hadn't he? He'd been mm, really yeah. good up until the international break. And he played well, scored for, score for Ukraine as well. Yeah. And he comes back. We play in Everton. We're, you know, we could push on. They're, 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 they're in trouble. And he's dropped. Yeah. yeah. What does that say to you as a player? You can't. You must mm. want to play if you yeah. if you feel you're mm. playing well and you just scored a goal midweek. Mm. As a player, you would want to be in the team, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's when you're, especially after a goal, you you want to be out there, your confidence up, you've got the juice, you're feeling good, you want want to get out there. So, you know, then you sort of get called upon the following game, doesn't your confidence is down because you're a bit annoyed that you didn't play the previous game Mm. and all that good vibe you had Mm. going into that game is lost and now you're starting again. It was a shame on Saturday also that, uh, you know, um, whatever was happening up our kind of, uh, our... um, left flank uh, was just not really firing because we, you know, sort of identified fairly early mm-hmm. that Aurier, their right back, was a bit of a weak link, was yeah. a bit of a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. It was actually, you know, he's another one of those fullbacks that's probably a bit better attacking than he is defending because mm-hmm. I think he's Didn't made... Didn't he get some... sent off against us in one of his first... I think he might have done. I think he's, I think he's, he's a bit quite Yeah, he's got a late tackle in him. We chose that game to sort of be just really powder puff up, up yeah. that particular yeah, we flank. Were you know, I, I thought Snodgrass flank. might sort of take him on a bit, but even Snodgrass, his crossing was, was not up to scratch. I mean, from one of his free kicks... Was another yet another Tottenham breakaway, wasn't yeah, it? Which yeah. they should have scored from. The only thing you can say about Snodgrass is that you can't accuse him of not oh, he running around. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know <laughs> a lot of the time it's slightly headless chicken running around. Yeah. But you'd rather but, see that. But than, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. come on. You know, the if, he can, if, he, if the 32 year old in the side can do it, yeah. why aren't you 20 somethings yeah. doing it? Yeah. I, it just makes no sense to me. I mean, I thought. Put some effort in. I thought Noble had a good game. I thought yeah. his, his sort of passing game was There good. were one or two absolutely class. Ball, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really yeah. beautiful. Well, he set up yeah. Antonio as well. Yeah. 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 He, had a decent, he had a decent game. Uh, mm. I thought Rice was okay. Uh, yeah. It was. I mean, part of it was just not keeping them busy with any attacking threat at no, all. No. I mean, we were, just, we were just having to defend so much because we were doing so little yeah. attacking. We were just so ponderous and clueless in our build-up. What, yeah. what I don't understand as well, sorry, Jabba, just, just to go on about Haller again. I mean, we've gone out and targeted a guy mm. who was prolific alongside a fellow striker. There you go. And then yeah. we don't, we don't play. 
playing on. with a fellow yeah, striker. Mm. Yeah. Why, why, why go and target somebody who, whose game and strength has been proven mm. in that way of playing and then not give them the chance to show it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because, I mean... Most strikers, like the modern game seems like most teams want to play with one striker, but everyone knows two's better than one. And you've got um, the other Yamalenko out there. I, would like, I wouldn't mind seeing them two up yeah, front yeah, and yeah. then get crosses in the box for them, you know? And even on Saturday, they could have hit more diagonals to him so he can sort of, he's taller than the other guy and beat him for headers, put the like the um, full back under pressure mm. I don't think the tactics were right um, you know everything was going inwards and you needed to go around the outside to get crosses in for the big guy yeah, yeah. and just there was no support every time they come up to him at least if he got the knockdowns there should be someone there whereas mm. Tottenham when Kane got it Ali was there he had the sun running off yeah. you know and everyone was just laboured just pondering should we go shouldn't we and by then it it's too late. Yeah. Breaking is too late. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, you've seen it in team. We've seen it in so. I mean, come on, we've seen a few relegation teams uh, between us down the years, mm. and you see that lack of that t- not taking responsibility, shoveling mm. it on one more ball, mm. or I'm going to play a slightly too hopeful through ball that you know, yeah, never really going to get to that. But yeah. it looked like I was trying to do yeah. something creative, yeah. and there's a lot of that going on at the moment. Yeah, there was a move mm. with uh, Yarmolenko. It was quite a good move in theory, but Yarmolenko just slightly overhit it to I think. Anderson, who took a little while to get it under control, and then just dwelt on it for yeah. a very mm. long time, mm. very yeah. indecisively. Yeah. It was very strange. Um, we'll just take a little uh, break now. This week's Stop Hammer Time is brought to you by Gaz and the team at the Blue Ball in Walton on the Hill near Epsom. Check out their amazing Sunday lunch. And whilst you're there, enjoy it with a pint of Watney's Pale Ale. Hello and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark and my co-host Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbott, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2 a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours. Welcome back. Um, So, yeah, it did it... I mean, I think it... To me, it seemed like the players are losing faith, you you think, possibly in the tactics, possibly in the well, sort of I, setup. I'm convinced, that, I'm convinced that Pellegrini doesn't actually tell them what the opposition do. Mm. When you look at the Newcastle game, the, the, the players, he didn't identify the pace of that Newcastle attack. He brought Zabaleta in, yeah. which was, I don't know, I felt, it was, I was embarrassed for Zabaleta because he had no hope of catching these young guys in their yeah, 20s. Sam Maxim. No, he doesn't, he doesn't seem to adapt and, to and the opposition. And against Tottenham, you know, there, there were things that, we've been talking about the fullbacks, you know, there's things you could identify, but the team didn't seem to know where they should be trying no, to exploit no, those no. areas. Away at Burnley, uh, Balbuena's not been playing well. He looks completely short of match fitness and confidence. Ogbonna, inexplic- another one, inexplicably dropped, in my view. Uh, the only, the only centre-back we've got who actually heads the ball, mm-hmm. actually wins it in the air. Up against against Woods. two massive yeah, no, strikers yeah, yeah, at yeah, Burnley yeah. who bullied us out of the game last season. So, learn. 
I mean, you know, mm. and what happens? Ten minutes in, back post header, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, mm. You know, uh, it just seems bizarre, really. And, uh, you know, I don't... I'm, I'm a great supporter of manager. I always think managers need time. I always think managers don't get enough time very often. And on this podcast, we mm. we didn't, if you remember, advocate the sacking of... Of Moyes. Moyes, we no, thought we Moyes didn't. might not have been the greatest manager on earth, but he'd, he'd earned the right. To, it wasn't broken; doesn't need fixing. Mm. He'd earned the right to kind of carry on and, and build a team, possibly as he as you know, Everton could have easily sacked him going back a few years when, when he nearly took them yeah. down. They stuck with him for a few years and he built a team. And I think you know um, uh, something's gone wrong. Something has gone wrong. No. There is a malaise. I don't know. Mm. It almost seems to have been that four 0 defeat at Oxford. You know, chucking away a cup again, the same kind of mistake that we made at, uh, at Wimbledon. Um, it, and it is this kind of on-repeat quality. And I think if players must look at that and must think, well, what, why, hang on a minute, why? Mm. Ogbonna must say, well, I'm the only one who can head the ball. Why am I not in the side mm. against yeah. Burnley? I mean, it, yeah, and, and gradually, I think you just that faith in, the, in what the manager's doing and what yeah. he's telling you and what he's talking to you must must drain away. I mean, have it's you the seen only that explanation? Sort of, have you seen that happen, Jabbo, in, oh. in, 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 in sort of teams? Yeah, I mean, you can you can sometimes smell it, smell it in a dressing room when things are just starting to go wrong. Um, you'd be be out on the training ground and on the training pitch, and the manager would be just throwing out things, and players would be looking at each other like, oh, "What's he talking about? Why are we still playing this formation?" And we got whooped mm. last week. Mm. It needs to be changed. And sometimes you wonder what they actually see because you've played in the you played in the previous match, and you've just just been you've just been whooped, and you you're running like headless chickens. And you go to the next game, you're thinking, "All right, we're going to shore it up. We know we're up, we're up against these sort of opposition," but they don't. And then you go into that game thinking, oh, we'll try our best, but we know what's probably going to come. Yeah. Mm. And then you, you almost feel frustrated because you know what you should be doing, but obviously you have to go with what the, the gaffer's saying. And you go out there, try your best, but then as soon as a goal goes in, sometimes you just, you just lose that confidence. You just say, yeah. here we mm. go again, we're back here. Yeah. And, then, and the manager starts throwing things out from the sideline and you're just like, what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. You, just, <laughs> yeah. then you go into your own yeah. like, well, default uh, mode. Yeah, that, that for me, to, on Saturday, I mean, against Newcastle, we were just abject in the first. Mm. We should have been 5-0 down at half-time. We were mm. absolutely, you know, they you know, hit the bar and everything, didn't they? And it's a couple of one-on-ones that they, they wasted. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and we were just not in the game at all. I would say for the for, up until Spurs scored, they were, but they were the better team, but they hadn't really done an awful lot. And no. we were just, you know, and if we could have just nicked something, you know, you felt, okay, if we get a goal here, you know, we're not out of this game at all. We're mm. in the game. Um, but as soon as that song goal went in, you just go, oh, we've lost this. Heads and the heads, yeah. the body language and the response, you know, mm. you know was, was uh, I thought, was uh, among the worst I've seen in recent years. I, yeah. I thought we were shocking when we went 1-0 down. And, and you just knew, oh, they'll score again. And it was a kind of really, it was a, it was a good finish and, you know, it was a good move in the end from them. But, you know, th- th- there was Ali battling for the ball on the, on, yeah, you know, on, his, yeah, on the floor, yeah, you know. Yeah. Why isn't someone just kind of putting, it, putting him into touch? I mean, yeah. it just, mm. you know, we, we just, we were just second best. We didn't win second balls. We didn't no. press them. You know, it was, it, it, well, it was. It's almost it was just as accepted now, isn't it? You know, they expect just to lose a goal. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just like, okay, well, 
and then just get me off the pitch sort of thing. Yeah. No yeah, one's really yeah. trying. Yeah. Well, and have was... you seen and have you seen, you know, a new manager come in ever and like a couple of just simple instructions, the same set of players kind of improve? Because it because I think that seem that does seem to happen, doesn't it? It's not just necessarily the psychology of a new new manager bounce. I mean actually one thing that we you know we've had with um because we spoke to the, on the phone to Collins and um, sort of spoke to we had Collins here and spoke on the phone to Collis soon and um, we were sort of it struck us that the actually and I think Collison said this even though the fans probably have a lot of bad things to say about Allardyce you rarely meet a player that does because I think they probably mm. he, what he does is he gives them quite clear instructions mm. to mm. follow so that mm. there's no there's no sort of ambiguity mm. I think even maybe if they don't agree with his tactics they know why they're doing it yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And, and they know what he wants to achieve with that yeah. it's like if you're doing something that just week after week kind of isn't working mm, mm, mm. then you know it's not working you lose faith in it yeah. but you do it because well what else do i do this is what yeah. i've been told to do so i know? think sometimes in those situations you like well, i think i've been in a sort of relegation battle before and the manager would do certain things prior to the up and coming game then he just goes you know what i'm just gonna go back to basics you're a centre half you just head kick it to that player Blah blah blah, and you get your instructions A and B, and you go and do your job. And sometimes, when it's simplified, you can just do things a bit better to build your confidence. You know, mm. when you're suddenly you're still keeping it really tactical, and and um, your mind just gets clouded when you're not confident. So someone says, "Get it and play it to him," and he plays it to him and simplifies it. You can just build your confidence mm. and, mm. and your fluid fluidity. You know. Yeah, I think when you know when when um, Moyes had to sort of steady the ship and improve mm. otherwise we'd go down i mean i i don't think uh i don't think what we were trying to do was hidden from the other teams at all because no. i think he went we'll defend and hit them on the break you know well, he, well jim outlined you know all those things that he did and he also yeah. got arnautovic yeah scoring goals playing up front he went, yeah, you know balls absolutely. over the top arnautovic is quick over, yeah. over mm. 20 yards mm. uh masuaku as a wing back because he's quick uh, Lanzini got fit, I think, under Moyes's because there was that Huddersfield away game. So he put those three in. Went, you're, you're it. I'm having three at the back, and then I'm having the quickest guys in the squad mm. to hit them on the break. So they all know we're doing this. It's mm. obvious we're going to sit back and try and soak it up. We're not fooling anyone, but we've got to get points on the board, and then we hit them on the break. And yeah. you know, Anisovic is talented. So, so you know, we. we and that sort of worked, you know. Two games in a row in, in one week was the one nil win against Chelsea with a breakaway goal, and mm. nil nil against Arsenal by defending. And mm. suddenly we had four points we didn't expect to get. Yeah. Yeah. Heads go up. Yep. And, yeah. You start building, you get you know, confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. Building, absolutely. You know, mm. on to the next one. Yeah. I mean, Antonio was a bright spot, wasn't he? Definitely. He came he was, on yeah. and, and put himself about, mm. and created some chances, went on a couple of good runs, won a free kick. Mm. You know, he instantly made a difference to the yeah. way, yeah, the tempo at which we played. Well, his hustle for a start, yeah. you know, yeah. made himself available yeah. for everything. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, pretty, uh, so that's, that's a relief that we're... You know, we've got him back. The beast is back. Yeah. yeah. Great goal he scored as well. Yeah, yeah really good, good goal. goal. Yeah, yeah, he really yeah, made space for that yeah. and finished yeah. it well. Yeah. yeah. So just dragged it into that yeah. corner yeah. From, a, yeah. from an almost, you know, horizontal position. Yeah. It, was a, it was a really good finish. Yeah, really good. Because he created the space by just sort of... Letting it, it run, run across his yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. Defender's gone yeah. for it. 
and then just shot where it's the only place it kind of could go and it was it was fantastic you know? yeah yeah mm. and really offered like an outlet pace desire yeah you know mm. putting yourself about if you get four five six players doing that you, it would change mm. you know yeah. sometimes it can't always be pretty tactical stuff because sometimes you just lose that momentum and that confidence but if yeah. you just put your body out there and just chase yeah, and it's run. about it's about winning some mm. one-on-one battles yeah, yeah. getting to the yeah. ball before he, there was mm. a really noticeable moment wasn't there where um anderson had the opportunity it's almost like out. a 50 50 yeah, ball yeah, everyone went crazy just pulled yeah. out of it yeah. and, and the crowd really mm. didn't like that everyone i mean that, that you yeah. just want to see people Mm. Put their bodies on the line. Well, Try. was winning free kicks as well, wasn't he? Yeah, because yeah, he was yeah. hassling defenders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But do you start him in the next game? Well, the risk you know, of fact, you know, he's, you know, you know, he's notoriously twangy hamstrings. Yeah. We, maybe we, you give yeah. him seventy minutes and then say, yeah. right, that, that's your bit. Because mm. been he's been out for a bit, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough one because. They, they always like really look after these players when they're just coming back so the minutes will be yeah. kind of yeah. maybe one more game but a bit yeah. longer again yeah. and then because actually when he did his hamstring it was in the first few minutes of a game wasn't yeah. it he hadn't yeah. warmed up properly or yeah. something and yeah. wasn't yeah. right yeah. in the preparation yeah. so. well he's had a lot of, I mean he's had operations yeah. hasn't he I mean mm. I think it's like you know all practically every part of his leg <laughs> muscular structure <laughs> well, he had, I think yeah, he's had groin problems he's had you know hamstring problems um, so I mean, when you come back from an injury, is it in the back of your mind that do you do you does it take a while to get confidence in, or or, or do you think no, I've done the training and I'm I've done the rehab and I'm I'm physically okay, yeah, to, good to go. I, I think because um, before you actually step onto the pitch that you see the the end product, you're in training probably three weeks or even depending on how long your injury is you've probably been training for a month before you even step yeah. onto the pitch yeah. so you, you are fairly confident within yeah. yourself because um, you wouldn't sort of put yourself forward to be available yeah. to play but um, you do find when you go into a match then you need to get your match fitness up and those yeah. things playing you might yeah. not be as quick yeah. as I was before yeah. my previous yeah. injury yeah. Yeah. Um, but after a game, like I said, a game like he played, he's going to be buzzing. Yes. You know, he'll be ready to go again. Yeah, he'll be yeah. happy to go again. Yeah. But I think before you enter the, the field of play, you are, you've trained yeah. a bit. You are pretty <coughs> confident. And yeah. I oh, think these good. days they don't really muck around with that. No, yeah. no, I assume not. Mm. Yeah. Well, we've got a, a run of uh, nil point, haven't <laughs> well, we? We've got Chelsea away, Arsenal at home and Wolves away. Well, Wolves away Wolves comes in before the, the Arsenal. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you just know that, that for that Arsenal game, we're either going to save Emery's career and, and kickstart Arsenal's season, or we're going to give uh, three points to you know with, to the new, new Arsenal man. manager. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> that one's to you can the write stars. that one off completely now. Yeah. Wolves are resurgent, aren't they? They're, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. They've quietly crept up now. to fifth, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and Chelsea, well, they're, you yeah, know, they're, they're just going to—they're just yeah. going to take us apart, aren't they? If we're not careful, yeah, um, and we won't be careful. It depends mm. how he sets up again. If he, you can just see him just sticking to his guns, can't you? Can. Yeah, you, I mean, you—you you know, you wonder what he's thinking at the moment. Uh, I, you know, he—he's he, probably wondering where his next pack of cigarettes is. Yeah, and he's sitting nice. down, listening to some music, Smooth and jazz. doesn't give a crap about what's going on in the club yeah. that's the harsh thing you need to be able to get across to the player sometimes and it just it appears at the moment that he just isn't, it just isn't giving the players look the how spark, animated you know? Mourinho was on the touchline yeah, on yeah. Saturday mm. and Pellegrini just yeah, looked like he looks mm, be dishevelled just not in something yeah, has just, gone on deeply yeah. wrong hasn't it mm. alarmingly quickly mm. yeah. that's the thing so quickly 
Um, uh, yeah. And even sometimes when you have a, like a new signing who's coming for that manager and everything, they still work the, you know, they really work mm. the knackers off and stuff like that. And he, on Saturday, he just looked very no. disinterested um, and I a can't, bit lackluster. I can't, I totally agree with that. I can't imagine us getting even two or three players in in January and it making much of a difference. Mm. I, I don't think buying new players or getting people on loan or whatever. Yeah, but, well, maybe a goalkeeper, but even then, a new yeah, goalkeeper, need the goalkeeper. It's January. Midfielder. We've, we've we got November and December. We need Look legs in midfield. We've got to get through. Mm. Need legs in midfield. Well, we could do yeah. with a, you know, we could do with a sort of. Um, I think we need to make change now. We could do with a sort of. I want change. We could do with a sort of pacey. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly that. Someone with mm. a bit of pace, or you know, someone a bit box to box. I mean, I mm. think that that's that sort of. Um, that for me would be less of an issue at the moment is because, you know, it's, I think, you know, I think Rice and Noble do an okay job. It's mm. just movement in front of them. And I, I yeah. think that just some pace attacking their goal. When, mm. when Antonio got injured, I mean, we've said this before on the mm. podcast, I was sort of thinking, well, you know, when, when are we allowed to get Diane Garner back? Because at least the one mm. thing he does is run at them. What, what did you make of the Diop? Substitution on Saturday, Jim. Well, bringing it's funny because at the time I was like, well, I won't say what I said at the time, <laughs> but bringing Sanchez on from DR, and I was thinking, well, Bell Buena's on the bench. I have to hold my hands up and say we actually played better when Sanchez better, had come we? on. We did. Um, so maybe he, maybe he'd spotted something. Maybe I'm doing him a disservice, but I just. When you're chasing a game, that's not the kind of substitution you're looking at. Yeah, but I thought I felt that honest. he was he was having a tough time against Kane. They are, to be yeah. fair, yeah, Kane was bringing everything down or um, knocking it down to like. And he was on the yellow players. card as well, yeah. wasn't he? So, mm, so I think mm. I think it was I think it was a damage limitation. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. But it seems like possibly you know if it is we have reached this point where really the only solution is a new manager, you know, because we, we don't have, you know... I don't think we've got, I don't think we've well, got the time change, to wait until it? January. It's the only thing you mm. can change. Um, yeah. I don't think they will. Yeah. Well, he Do took you... training today, apparently, so, you know, if he's still taking training, having had his showdown talks with the, with the board... Mm. I mean, when you say you don't think they will, they don't, you don't think they will all season? Well, I don't think they... I, I just, I, my fear is they won't until it's too late. Yeah. Um, I, I think you know the writing for me is on on the wall, and you know what I I, I am over the years mm-hmm. I'm never I'm don't change the manager, don't change the man. Mm. But I think to be honest, it's the only thing I can see that you can you can do, mm. and I literally cannot see us picking up another point in the foreseeable. I mean, certainly those three games. And I think yeah, the thing yeah. is, we have and, got and the players that can do it because they've yeah. done it before and we know they can. I mean, our, you know, well, back in the last yeah. season, how yeah. well we were yeah. playing then. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah. you know, Alea, um, you know, is, is good. We've seen mm. him be good and we know he's good and yeah. you only have to look at him yeah. to see yeah. he's good. Yeah. And those are our two, you know, something's happened to our two record signings. They were, mm. you know, regardless of how they played, you could sort of see in their eyes and their body language mm. that they were having, specifically those two, in a way, yes. were, having well, real, well. were having real problems on Saturday. Mm. They yeah. were having real yeah. problems. Mm. Yeah. They were unhappy. Mm. I, mean, I, I don't know how much you saw of, of, of how they went in, 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 you know, on the telly in Germany, mm. but mm. You know, when he came in, I know we got taken 5-0 by a man sitting in the first coming mm. season, but he was outstanding yeah, in that game. Good in that game mm. He was he? putting yeah. himself about, mm. he was winning flick-ons, mm. chesting it down. Yeah. Mm. You know, every touch looked classy. Yeah. Yeah. He looked a player absolutely full of confidence, yeah. mm. you know, uh, like a take on the world. Mm. Now, he just looks shot to me. He just looks mm. utterly, yeah. utterly demoralised and baffled 
baffled. Just yeah. like a baffled. What yeah. am I, what am I supposed to do? He's not as if he's not expecting to get the ball. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 He won flick-ons, didn't he? But who's yeah. near? they were no near him. No one near Everyone's just staying back, you know? No support for him. Yeah, I mean, for that headed... Kane goal, mm. you know, Kane sort of dwelt quite a long way from it, but mm. I think Aurier, in Aurier's mind was, I wonder where Harry is, mm. you mm. know, and he was at the far post, and, he, mm. and Aurier looks up and goes, right, yeah. it's going to go to him, yeah. and he hits that part of the air that, yeah. that Harry's head can connect with, yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and basically they're both going, I'm going to put this there, the rest is up to you. Yeah. Kane is going, you put it there, mm. I know what to do mm. now. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's how that goal got scored. Yeah. And you've got, you know, behind Harry Kane were three goal scorers who mm. still were kind of going, I wonder where Harry is. I mean, when mm. we get the ball to him? You know, and like Alaire, I think is just going, I don't even know where to yeah. stand yeah. where one yeah. of our players yeah. will even look for mm. me, you know. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't even know if they're going to cross it or not because every time we said he's going out to Filippi on, on the, on, out wide, you know, he would skill it and then stutter then go. So if you're in the box as a striker, you're thinking, go on, whip it in. I'm ready, I'm ready. And, mm-hmm. and he's dwelling on it. Then he comes inside into trouble. You just go, oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You could see players starting and stopping yeah. runs, couldn't you? So then yeah. the next time, yeah. he might actually yeah. hit it in first time. Yeah. You're just like, well, he didn't do it last yeah. time. I'm just going to not move. And it goes into a good area. <laughs> then you're like, oh. Yeah. The fans are going, oh, he should have. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. So you just need to know, I think players need to know like what's happening. Who, play, into, like, play to the strengths and do things for, like first time if you're a winger put the ball in the box you know, yeah do your stuff. Mm. but you feel there should be that's what should be happening in training to a certain extent isn't it I mean I, mm. I don't know but like I said a lot of the times it can be very obvious and apparent to everyone but the manager you know and, and, and sometimes I think they could be just set in their ways and believe in their system yeah. that they eventually work yeah, yeah. He's, I mean I think two of the things that you know in a way when everything works you sort of admired about Pellegrini is that he sticks to his plan mm. boy does he stick to his plan you know when we lost the first kind of four in a row last season he was openly saying in match of the day afterwards it's going to come good don't mm. worry it's yeah, not going to yeah. come and it did it yeah. did it genuinely did <laughs> it's sort of you know the away at Everton last season with Yarmolenko's three goals yeah. you know th- it really did come good and the other thing about him is I, I sort of think he, I think he has an attitude that I've got this, you know, 25-man squad and if I pick 11 of them, they should all be able to do a job, you know. Mm. And um, that's kind of admirable in a way, but sometimes he does pick a team that you go, oh, no, not for this. Have mm. Diop for this one, mm. come on. Or have, you know, Ogbonna for this one. They've got tall, mm. come on, yes, you know, don't definitely. kind of go, oh, no, Fabian will do a great job. Job. No. Well, no. Angelo's about three inches taller than him and good at heading the ball. Mm. Surely that's the guy. Come on. No, no, anyone, anyone I pick has my full faith. They mm. can do a good job. Mm. And that's admirable in many ways, but mm. in other ways, it's just too romantic. Mm. Yes. And also, I mean, I, I, you know, I think that... Um, you know, social media shows up sort of quite a lot of very short-termism and, and I think managers mm. are going, I don't think you see how much constantly changing a team disrupts it. You know, mm. um, I remember like a Facebook conversation about, um, you know, Adrian versus Joe Hart and them going, if you make a mistake, you get dropped. That's simple. And you go, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Just alternate <laughs> goalkeepers based on one making a vote, pick the next bloke. Don't, yeah, yeah. goal- don't give a goalkeeper a run in the side because, I mean, I don't think anyone's ever got... <laughs> better by playing again the next one. I don't think that's ever... And, you know, practice doesn't improve anyone at all. You know, it's like, you, you can't just do that all the time. But I think Pellegrini is so much the other way. He goes, go, I will totally. stick with this guy. You know, the change back to 
Fredericks happened a little later than it should. The change back to Ogbonna happened about three or four games later than mm. it should easily, yeah. you know. And it, well, yeah. and it did happen in yeah. the end. It, it yeah. took him a long time yeah. to go, mm. let's pick a Ogbonna now. Mm. The Balbuena experiment yeah. for this season. Balbuena was fantastic last season, but yeah. he's struggling this year. Mm-hmm. He's struggling, mm. you know. Um, I still think he, he he played all through the summer in the Copa America, and yeah. I just think mm. he, he needs a break. Yeah. He needs yeah. to actually have some some mental time away mm. from the game, not mm. not just the yeah, physical possibly. side, yeah. possibly. So who who who, who would you, who would you play on Chelsea? Who would? Uh, well, we haven't got a lot of choice, have we? I mean, I would I would I would go for a different formation. So would I. Yeah. You know, either either three centre backs or four I'd, four I'd, two. I would go three three five two. I'd go with the three. The, go back to Moyes' back three. Mm. They played together. Mm. We were solid defensively under them. I'd have Masawaka and Fredericks as wing backs. I'd have Antonio and Hallett up. Go, I'd say go out there and bully him. Go get, really put it about. Mm. Um, I'd have someone playing behind them. I'd either, I'd either say to Anderson, "Don't you're not a, you're not a winger. Yeah, just just free be. roll yeah, behind yeah. the strikers. Yeah, Do yeah. what. Go where you want to go." Yeah. And then, really, we are sure. Well, obviously, Noble is going to be one of your two, and then either it's only going to have to be Snodgrass or or Sanchez, isn't it? In midfield, mm. when we're mm. short of that, exposes where the quad, the, the squad is short of quality. I mm. think, but uh, not saying Noble's not quality, by the way. But um, uh, and I think honestly, I think that team. And I'll get rid of the guy. I mean, you're just going to have to put Martin in goal, aren't we? At least he's a West Ham boy. Is mm. to play play with passion. Mm. Uh, you can't, you can't, you can't keep. You can't have when you, he's a goalkeeper who just makes a mistake mm. every game mm. that costs you a goal. Yeah. And well, you're one, so he's in the team. The you're one nil down before you start, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. aren't you? When's mm-hmm. the mistake going to come? Everyone, mm-hmm. you must. The players in the team must be expecting it mm-hmm. to come. So then you get the hesitancy at the back. Yeah. So you've got to change the keeper. I mean, this is just. Saturday's game is made for like a 7 0 defeat by kind of, you know, an ex West Ham player who resents the club. Yeah. <laughs> a resurgent Chelsea oh, side with young or players. Or they're going to dig deep, or they're going to themselves, they're going to say the players are going to get together. Sometimes, yeah. presumably, it takes that. Yeah. We just, yeah. We'll get around, if, never mind if, the manager, we're, we're playing for the shirt, we're playing for the fans, yeah, we've, got, we've got to turn this around. Yeah, I think I think that needs to be done, you know, just just to get a response after um, Saturday's game. Although they they made a late revival, but then yeah. when you're three 0 up, I think Tottenham probably took their foot off they the gas a bit, yeah. you know, yeah. and you can always get like a bit deluded by the fact yeah. of thinking, oh yeah, we actually almost almost, yeah. but yeah, I think Tottenham. Yeah. Those two games down. essentially feel like three nil, not three yeah. two. We got mm. beat by mm. Newcastle yeah. essentially three yeah. nil. Do you remember that um, that, that see with the Avram Grant season? Well, I think it was the Avram Grant season where we were three nil down at half time at West, West Brom. Brom yeah. We came back with Bar, mm. but um, Scott Parker took that half time team talk. Time rent, mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, got everyone yeah. going. Yeah, I mean, he needs something like that. Nobes yeah. has got to get stuck in there and yeah, I think wind so. him up. And he did kind of get stuck into Haller a couple of times on Saturday. You can see mm. when it was coming off him a bit too easy. He was telling him, was telling him. But then sometimes as a striker, if you're lacking that confidence and stuff and you've got no one else to really... Sometimes you need a break. You need to come out of the team for yeah. one or two games. Yeah. Let someone else just take the flack and you just clear your head a bit. The moment yeah. you just you just flogging this guy to come and do something, and yeah. you can mm. see from there's a couple of times he had a chance to quickly shoot. He didn't take the shot. 
kind of balls into the big guy that you think you should get this under control. It bounced off him a bit. And sometimes you need to just maybe come out for a game or two, let someone else, you know, you watch it and then get your, get yeah. your flow back. Yeah. Again, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't really have that option. We're sort of no, quite light thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a poor version of him. Unless he decides to stick Antonio up front on his own for a bit and give him a chance. But to me, that again, you know, he's not really, I mean, Antonio's not really a central striker. And again, you're going to put him up against centre-backs Instead yeah. of kind of him letting yeah. him to drop off a little yeah. bit and yeah. pick up the ball and run at people, mm-hmm. that's yeah. his game, isn't mm-hmm. it? You don't want Antonio receiving it. No, he's not I, I good receiving the ball when he's back to goal. Yeah. 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 No, no, he's not. He's yeah. not actually a good hold-up man. Yeah. No, he doesn't not. have that guile no, to sort of that's not shake his game. a sort of central defender. He's, he's better on the move. So I'd like him getting closer to. I mean, they're they're big and they're powerful. Get them close together and sort of say, right, go in and give those centre halves. Just as long as you know whatever happens, the Chelsea centre halves know no they've bloody well been in a game yeah that's, that's what you want to see yeah you yeah. want to see yeah. them feeling like looking well, like they're a bit roughed up if he did do that and we lost 3 or 4 nil, we'd be saying well at least we had a go yeah, yeah. at least that's we tried what I don't again it's, we've often said this it's not about always about the result it's about yeah. the performance yeah. Yeah. you yeah. know the result 3-2 on paper looks, looks yeah. like we were in the game we yeah. weren't in the game yeah. yesterday no, it was no. an mm. abject performance mm. and the same is true of the Newcastle game yeah and kind of you know Burnley of course we didn't even get get on the score sheet no. So you know you're, you're you're conceding regularly three goals yeah. in, a, in a game. So predictions for Saturday away at Chelsea, Jim Grant. Uh, um, We're going to that. We are going to that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I think we will lose. I think we'll do better, but I think we'll lose two 0 Jim Munro. I think it'll be four one to Chelsea, and our one will come in the ninetieth minute. <laughs> <laughs> Jabo. Yeah, uh, I think, I think, fortunately, probably we'll lose, probably 2-0. 2-0. Yeah. Chelsea 2, West Ham 3. Oh, shut up. That's my prediction. <laughs> That's my prediction. Wow. Make your way to your local bookmaker uh, with this piece of insight. Phil Whelan, oh, your local yeah. comedian. <laughs> but you suddenly made me think of Decanio and that. Oh, come volume. on, Jim, don't get sucked in so early. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, two three. That's I'm going to just go and drown my sorrows <laughs> in, in nostalgic sorrows in vodka. Oh, or some of indeed uh, uh, craft beers. Beer five two dot com. Oh yeah, well that's West right. Ham's yeah. delicious beer. Yeah, with a vodka chaser. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This has been Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelan's With me have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. Jim Monroe. Cheers, people. And Jabo Ibiri. Thanks very much. Come on, you irons. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.